It's summertime, and that means it's time to get outside and enjoy the weather with some crisp, refreshing Bud Lights. Bud Light has the perfect summer lineup with Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange, both brewed with real citrus peels. New and just in time for summer is Bud Light Lemon Tea, brewed with real lemon peels and tea leaves. It's the ideal drink for summer, but it's only here for a limited time, so get it before it's gone. And to really get you in the summer spirit, Bud Light is giving everyone the chance to win the getaway of a lifetime. You can win two tickets aboard a VIB cruise to the Bahamas this summer, featuring a live performance by Jake Owen and, of course, plenty of Bud Light. For a chance to win, simply post your Bud Light summertime photos using the hashtags RealEnoughToGetAway and hashtag Bud Light Contest on Facebook and Instagram. See BudLight.com slash RealEnoughToGetAway for more details. Hello and welcome to Jam Session. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Juliette Littman, my beloved co-host, is not with us today. So we have a very special guest host, Alyssa Bresnak. Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you here for a very special summer edition of Jam Session. We are going to talk about some traditional Jam Session topics. Actually, I don't know whether they're traditional. We're basically doing an international sports segment today because we're going to talk about Wimbledon and also, God bless the U.S. women's national team. We're going to talk about the World Cup. But we're also going to do a, a fun new segment later on, which we've deemed the the mystery bag, right? Yes, yes. Because it's a grab bag, but it's also a mystery. I've asked you to select three celebrity topics that you feel are important, that you think are worthy of Jam Session listeners' time. And I don't know what they are. And I haven't been told. And you're going to present them live on Jam Session. Yeah, it's going to be really compelling podcasting. I I, I hope so. (laughs) We're going to try our best. Anyway, so that's coming. Stay tuned for the mystery bag, which sounds a lot more threatening than it actually is, I hope. But first, Alyssa, you and I just spent like 10 minutes looking at various Instagram stories of the U.S. World Cup winning. Highly entertaining. National team. Amazing stuff. And I don't think we've really talked about the World Cup on Jam Session thus far, though. I can speak for Juliet on this one. We were huge fans. We loved it. <laughs> Shout out the USA. Please pay them. Pay them what they are worth, which is probably more than the men. Yes. Uh, I will end my political rant there. But great stuff. They won the World Cup. Congratulations to them. And then the real fun started on Ashlyn Harris's <laughs> Instagram. I have enjoyed them partying more than watching them win the World Cup. I liked both. I found the first part moving. And then I found the second part to be hilarious. And they are, I mean, it was fun to watch the whole World Cup because in addition to being just top-level athletes, and they really are the best soccer team in the world, they were also so confident and so exciting to watch as like a, we like narratives on Jam Session, right? And they were really fun to, as as a team and a group of people, the celebrations, kind of the, all of the Megan Rapinoe versus he who shall not be named stuff, they were really compelling and, like, great personalities. Yeah. And I found that to be inspiring and, like, great sports movie stuff during the tournament. And then I found that partying just to be tremendous. For sure. I, I want to say that, like, both the confidence on the field, like, the Alex Morgan sipping tea and the mm-hmm. Rapino sort of, like, standing there exalted with her arms out. Like, those things sort of supported my theory all along that this soccer team is full of just, like, 
like clicky hot mean girls <laughs> but like mean girls in the best kind of way just being like we don't want to take your bullshit right and like we're just going to be like amazing and like keep pushing forward and like not give a shit about anyone else like no new friends for soccer yes <laughs> and they've talked a lot about how they were like 23 best friends or 24 best friends I'm not sure I'm not a soccer expert I don't know how many people are actually on the roster That's <laughs> I okay. couldn't help you there either 11 are on the field at any given time but yeah it was a they were a team and you could sense that they were all in it together and that's always really exciting to watch whether it's like you know we like squads like people like groups of friends people are interested in other group dynamics and this was an extremely fun one to watch yeah and then they won the world cup which was fantastic and then we went to the locker room oh my god <laughs> and i was kind of i mean it was it was fantastic most of our footage comes from ashlyn harris yes who is the backup goalkeeper and who really, I think someone put on Twitter, like, seems to be on the national team, both because she's a tremendous athlete and also because she's one of the greatest social media users <laughs> that is on the planet. It's, it's a tremendous kind of native genius to her post. But, yeah. So she was documenting the kind of normal at this point. You expect to see a championship team, like, in a locker room with the champagne and the goggles and they're all running around. And I, I don't mean to diminish that achievement, but it's like they almost put them in a little bullpen, you know, and they're sure. like, go wild. Yeah. And the celebration had that element, except then it was all narrated by Ashlyn Harris. And she has, like, DJ Khaled-level catchphrases yes. already. Like, you're welcome for this content, bitch. <laughs> I think that's like, or this content is gold, bitch. Yeah, and I couldn't tell. <laughs> I mean, granted, I came to Ashlyn Harris's Instagram on Sunday, like everyone else. I can't pretend that I was, like, sure. on the scene ahead of time. But it seems like they were in the moment that she was just very aware of how to create great content and also be funny about it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my understanding that she had been playing this her whole life. She's just a— No, I mean, we should also talk about, like, she has great skin for that, too. Like, to have the camera that close it's to your so face— It's good. It's she, like, who is doing her facials? Like— Please, like, someone needs to break this story. It's glowing. I know. I just do I not. wondered if it was a filter or a light situation, which all respect. I think it would be hard to just get a good light situation in a, like, in-the-moment party like that. It's true. It's also, like, <laughs> a, a lot of fluorescent lights. Yeah. There was a lot of—it it, it wasn't an ideal lighting situation, though they did all look great. Yeah, she, she looked resplendent regardless. Yeah. So some of the highlights of the video— there were multiple dance parties. Alex Morgan being a featured dancer. Yeah. Uh, they Rose were all- Lavelle in goggles getting, like, yes. sprayed. and drinking a Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had a bunch of There Budweiser's. was a sing-along to Get Low. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, the music is very much like <laughs> what I listened to in college to get fucked yes, up. <laughs> I know. Which, in moments of triumph, that's what I also want to sure, listen to. yeah. Like, circa college. I related to them very deeply. Pre-game music, for sure. And then... At some point, Megan Rapinoe was kind of held in the press conference room for longer because she won all the— yeah. She's the captain. She's, you know, the belle of the ball. And then they just start chanting that you need to, you know, we, we want, want Pino. Pino. We want Pino. And then Pino's grand entrance. And then just— I oh, didn't even know they called her Pino. I like, didn't either. It was very <laughs> cute. And then a lot more just people drunk and spraying champagne. Sure. And then it moved to different locations. Yes. So I was going to say, that's just the <laughs> locker room. And it's, I was speculating about this because all of their friends and family flew to France for the, for the final. They weren't really there before the final, as yeah. I understand it. 
And I was wondering when the U.S. team would fly home because if my entire family came to France to watch me win the World Cup, then I would want to have a giant party in France with all my friends yeah. and family. And lo and behold, they did. Yes. <laughs> they were in some sort of like dark venue. Uh, that, that's where they were, right? I, I didn't assume that they rented out some sort of hotel space The, the or final something. game was in Lyon still, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Um, I actually studied abroad in Lyon. Wow. And there are plenty of great venue maybe they like went to the trashy street and like just rented out one of those big places there was like a conga line <laughs> aspect to really they, not a conga line but they definitely were there was some footage of they were all walking in a line with bottles of champagne just a tremendous commitment to drinking champagne for like 48 hours straight by the u.s women's national yeah. team which that my stomach would hurt but anyway <laughs> it's, i don't know the bubbles after a while but at some point, they're, like, walking through the crowd one by one. They're not conga-ing, but it has a similar situation, and it does look like kind of a divey bar. Yeah. Not a, not a divey bar. I, sh- I don't want to be rude There's, to the like, a whole Leon. strip that's just, like, there's, like, an Australian place that all of the expat Americans mm-hmm. used to go to, and, like, I almost imagined them there. Just, like, it was pretty trashy. They had, like, designer shots. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Ashlyn Harris got on the bar and did— I, I, can we just play it? The, the instant classic. I'm a drunk white girl on a bar. I hate it. <laughs> I I've never seen anyone become a meme faster. Actually, than no. That I mean, one quote, and it's just like her expression was perfect. The tone of that catchphrase was perfect. She's amazing. She, like, I hope that she gets, like, a Netflix TV show or something. I think she might because they're still going. Yes. You and I are recording this, and the parade has not happened yet, so they are in New York. There was video of them on the plane. <laughs> yes, on the plane they were partying. They were, And also, again, like, lots of stuff that I would listen to, like, to party to yes. in college, like, yes. being blasted on this private jet that yes. they're all on. Like, Megan Rapinoe has— Definitely has champagne on the plane and then gets off and is like holding a champagne roadie yeah, as she poses. They don't get off the plane until new fresh champagne has yes. been sh- poured. Like fresh American soil champagne has been poured so that they can then leave the plane. Hopefully it's just as good as the French champagne. And then once again, there's just there's kind of like a press availability, which is all of them standing in front of cameras, just like drinking and yelling. Yes. And like, usually, I guess that would be like if we were in a like situation where it was like a president arriving, mm-hmm. it would be just like a pose. But they were just like chilling with the press. I like, mean, they were just like started singing We Are the Champions yes. acapella to the press, <laughs> which is just a sign that the drinking was continuous throughout the flight, but also good for them. And then they made it to New York. I, they did all the press rounds, I think, on Tuesday morning. I don't even watch, like, the only medium right. I consume for this stuff is Instagram. So right. I have no idea if they so actually what we gave. know <laughs> is that they all then went to the hotel pool at yes. the James Hotel right. and took it over. And thanks to Ashlyn Harris, once again, there's just a tremendous amount of pool party Instagram availability yeah. from the U.S. women's team. And they are world-class athletes who run six to seven miles per game. So they look great. Oh, yeah. They're straight up muscly. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's not over. I really hope that this keeps going. Well, and apparently they were, according to page six, they were at the spa earlier getting Good facials and pedicures so they can get ready for the parade. 
but yeah, they're going through downtown tomorrow. So I just imagine that that will be an opportunity for more amazing content. I'm looking forward to the from the bus Ashlyn Harris Instagram. I assume it's a bus. I don't know. Maybe it's a float. Maybe there. What would if you had to pick a vehicle for your World Cup parade through downtown? What would you? That's a great question. I don't know. I think I would want to be on a boat. Like that okay. would be fun. Yeah, like one of the, <laughs> the one of the, like the land to sea boats, yeah, land and then you just keep going. That's a oh great idea. What an amazing That's really entrance yacht season with Alyssa. <laughs> That's great stuff. Okay, I would love it if they did that too. Congratulations to them. It was tremendous stuff. The other sports event that we would like to discuss, which is very near and dear to my heart. I don't really think you care about this, but I made you come on this podcast You're, and talk you, to you me about You know me it. really well. I don't care. And <laughs> that's okay because I do. We've already talked about Wimbledon on this podcast. I am a huge tennis fan. And apparently what I like is international sports events that you watch like early in the morning and then you can go on with the rest of your day, <laughs> which is if you live in Los Angeles is definitely what the World Cup is like. All the games were at like nine or noon at the latest. Right. And Wimbledon being in London is the same thing. Tremendous celebrity sighting. I will Wimbledon. agree with you there. It's, it's really, it's historically been a pretty good venue. Like the Royals always show up and we'll talk about that. There are some truly iconic and prescient now photographs of Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake. Yes. At Wimbledon. Very and valuable. For they the... get in a fight. Mm-hmm. It's pretty early in their relationship and he looks really upset. And it's all, it's so theatrical and they're so upset that I don't like, I don't even know if it's real, but they're amazing photographs and they, and they are real. They what do you think they Wimbledon. were talking about? I have no idea. What could you get that mad about? Just like he forgot her Coke when he went to go get. I, they're in the fancy box. Someone is bringing you a Coca-Cola. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea. Anyway. Th- but so there, it is historically a place where people go to see and be seen. This year, I have to say that probably the winner in a walk is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, my God. The writer-creator of Fleabag, who showed up in the first week and was very invested in the outcome of the of the sports. She's kind of famous for her facial expressions already. Like, that is pretty much what Fleabag is. Mm -hmm. It's like her mugging for the camera and sort of like— like stretching her lips. And, That's true. Yeah. So it was just like a perfect, oh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge does this in person too. That's true. There's something though that is controlled and she's she's doing kind of like the Jim Halpert thing in Fleabag, you know? Yeah. And, and this was a more reactive, it seems like Phoebe Waller-Bridge might like tennis. Am I just trying <laughs> to like make people also like tennis? I'm not sure. But it's, she was, she really seemed invested in the anxiety and the drama that was happening. But also, like, she was invested in all of it because at one point she's opening, like, a complimentary mini fan, <laughs> like, from a box. <laughs> yeah, and she true. has this moment of surprise on her face. And it's just like, yeah, I feel that way when I get a free gift, too. But also, this was slightly performative. <laughs> great dress. I really also, great dress. I like that she's having fun at Wimbledon. Me I do. I don't know she if She deserves I, it. Yeah. I think so as well. And I, th- I like that she there's a goofy side to her. Some other notable celebrities in attendance. Anna Wintour is always there. She's always in Roger Federer's box. She's so she, boring to me. Well, she wasn't there for the first week, actually, because it was also, I believe it was like Couture Week in Paris. Yes. Which has to do with a mystery bag later. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. Wow, the mystery <laughs> bag. But um, So she wasn't there, but she showed up for Manic Monday. And then Janelle Monae was there. Ellie Goulding, who was kind of always there. 
Kate Middleton showed up one day. Her sister Pippa was there. With James. With James. That's right. That was mm-hmm. a nice sibling outing. Yeah. He's really cleaned up his act. Though they didn't get to go with Kate. Like, Kate, yeah. Kate yeah. Went, she they went were not separately. photographed together. Notable. Notable. <laughs> they had to go on a different day. Literally. <laughs> but we, we got to talk about Meghan Markle. Because she was there. And she was there to see a Serena match, which is nice. Sure. Because they're friends. They're friends. And it was kind of a surprise thing. And I, she was wearing a blazer that I was like, I wonder if that's a Serena blazer. Mm. Which I think is a nice thing. Yeah. I did notice while watching the match that... There seemed to be an unusual number of empty seats around Meghan Markle. Yeah, she was just sitting there alone. And it she she had two friends with her, but then it, apparently they cleared out an entire section so that she could be there, which is not what normally happens when celebrities yeah. and or royal people go to Wimbledon. Like normally everyone is sitting jammed in together. Yeah, I mean Kate Middleton like kind of prefers that, right? So that she looks yeah. like of the people. And, I think, and So she's usually on center court, which is like there's a special royal right. box. There's so I box. don't mean to like, it's like mega VIP. You can't just go approach her and be like, can so I have a selfie? Is, does Meghan Markle not get the VIP box? Well, this was on a different court. This was mm. court one, which is kind of like a still a large court, but it doesn't have the royal box. And so I think they needed to make like a little space for her. There's maybe not as much security measures okay. as usual. So we can see where she's coming from. Yes. And I think there were also, the other thing is that apparently all her bodyguards said we're telling people to stop taking photos of her. Mm. And not, great. not a great look. It's not a great look. And this has become a, a thing in the UK for a lot of reasons, which we'll discuss. But there was one photograph in the Daily Mail of someone kind of standing right in front of her with, like, the camera out. And, you know, photos are deceiving. But it looks like someone is just, like, three standing three feet in front of her with taking a picture. Sure. And that's distracting. I understand why you would ask someone to give you a little yeah. space. You're, like, trying to watch the game. Right. On the other hand, they were apparently asking everybody to stop taking photographs, including people who were just, like— I was trying to take a picture of Serena Williams, the really famous tennis player that I'm trying to see. <laughs> I didn't even know that it was Meghan Markle there. And what are you talking about? Oh, like just people from the stands. Yeah, they were going around just stopping random spectators mm. from taking photographs. And everyone was like, why don't you deal with the television cameras? Totally. Like, we're just here. So that's not great. Combine that with last weekend, which was the christening of Archie. Yes. Which is, this is not your thing. Still so I'm getting just, used to that Yeah. Name. So Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's son, Archie, was christened. <laughs> and that's usually an occasion where you see most of the royal family. They release some photos. They release some information. Yeah. And they made a really big deal of letting the public know that the names of the godparents would not be released. Wow. Which, like, who cares? Yeah. But, and I mean, I guess the British press does. I guess so. And I think a few weeks ago we were talking about how the British people just paid three million dollars, I think like two million pounds, three million dollars for renovations of their home. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, yes, but you can't know the names of our child's godparents. Which on the one hand, who cares? But on the other hand, I I mean, I really honestly, I I can't think of a world in which I care, except that (laughs) I I can't, except for the fact that they made such a big deal out of it. If they had just not released them, would anyone have been like, who are his godparents? I I must know. I'm almost positive. I'm a taxpayer that— I know, but like the tabloids would definitely like no matter what. If as long as she is extremely private, and 
doesn't want to share information, the tabloids are going to go after her. She's always, I mean, she's been like kind of a target from the very beginning, right? I mean, that's true. But in some ways, it's like quite literally her job. Like she got married and also got a job along with it. And they got three million, a three million dollar home for it. And I see both sides of it. I understand that you want to maintain some level of privacy, especially for a small child, especially because of what Harry and William went through with their mother. I get all of that on this. I'm just like the godparents seems like the weirdest hill to die on. Just release it. Who could possibly care? It's a formality anyway. Definitely. I do think that she is still getting used to the level of attention Mm -hmm. that she's receiving during all of this. And maybe that it's coming off like a little bit snotty. Yeah. And there's obviously a huge bias against it, the tabloids have not been kind to her. Sure. That's she's putting the, it, that's she's the, American. Putting it yeah. She's an actress. She's African American. Like yes. all of that stuff. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. Flip side now, they call her Princess Privacy, which is pretty funny. <laughs> it's a good name. That's like, and I'm just imagining the British people like Princess Privacy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, all, they also just need to butt out. I agree. But it was a tough. A tough couple of days for Megan. Yeah, rough. Well, hopefully she'll walk outside with her baby and look happy and make up for it. Right. That would be nice. Or she can come back to Wimbledon. Serena is still in the tournament as of this recording anyway. Right. Go, Serena. We love you. So maybe she'll show up at one of the matches, and that would be exciting. Yeah. And it, maybe, maybe, maybe could, she could mingle with people. Yeah, like Alex Ohanian. Oh, yeah. That, that would be nice if yeah. they sat together. Yeah. He's he, dorky. He, he is. He is. He's been very cute. I like that he goes to all the matches. It's very cute. It's He's very a beautiful cute. Silicon Valley husband. But I think if she sat next to him, it would like make her look humble and yeah. cool. As someone who follows Silicon Valley a bit more closely than I do, what is his status in the community right now? I would say he's like concerned tech dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like me too. <laughs> Katie Baker wrote a really good profile mm-hmm, of him mm-hmm. um, towards the end of the year mm-hmm. for us. And the whole idea is that, you know, Silicon Valley has been going through a lot of changes. And one of the realizations it's had is like, oh, maybe we shouldn't like work everyone to the bone and right. like perpetuate hustle culture. Mm-hmm. And he is an advocate of being like, hey, yeah, like, I'm a guy who's a family guy now, and I understand that there's more to life than just, like, killing yourself for a startup. So he sort of reps that now. Mm-hmm. And I think he's backing a couple companies related to that stuff, too. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, so he—I mean, and, you know, he used to be the guy who was the Reddit guy. And right. And he escaped that before it became super toxic. Right. So his reputation is sort of preserved in that sense. So he's not just Serena's plus one to everyone else. That's kind of what he is to me. Uh, But in a nice (laughs) way, in a supportive way, in an understanding that he's married to Serena Williams and sometimes you're just going to have to be the plus one in that situation. For sure. Like when Serena Williams is like interacting with Beyonce in the room, he's just the plus one. That's true. But, you know, I mean, if they're at a like they're at an event in Silicon Valley, I think it's more like, oh, he's like the cool, successful tech guy with the celebrity wife. Like, Celebrity. Please speak of Serena <laughs> in kinder terms. Um, world Valley. champion there we athlete. Go. Yes, thank wife. you. This is a podcast about world champions only. That is <laughs> right. what we've learned. Right. All right. So that concludes our international sports update. Thank you to everyone. So sport the the jam session listeners are sports fans, as we know. It's time for mystery bag. This is really exciting for me. Ooh. I'm closing my computer. I'm, wow. just, I'm in your hands. Okay. You've selected three topics. Have I you thought you... about the order? Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. 
All I've, right. I've pi- I'm picked one that I think you're going to be really passionate about. Okay. And this is the one that intersects with Paris Couture Fashion Week. Okay, great. Thank you. And that is just Celine Dion at Paris Couture Fashion Week. It's really special. It's it's maybe <laughs> just like, I just need to reflect on like the words I want to use for this because mm-hmm. she just spans like such a wide range of looks. Yes. So I think like on one end you have like drunk housewife with too much money and <laughs> who just enjoys martinis. Right. And brands. And yeah. brands. <laughs> she's wearing a lot of brand. She's not afraid to wear the name of exactly. the thing on her. But yes. also she's wearing like mismatched shoes. Yes. Like she, she's really going for it. And sometimes it's just like the clash of the patterns is intense. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, it's like, oh yeah, she's going full hype beast. <laughs> like she's wearing just like all off-white. <laughs> she's so hype beast that I actually, I can't follow it anymore. She's been wearing a lot of kind of additions or like special releases that— yeah. I'm too old to even recognize, but I do recognize that the Hypebeast community gets really excited about it and (laughs) has been for a while. (laughs) Yes. And has basically taken her on as like a champion of sorts. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, if you can, I think the label is probably pumped about it because if you can find any other person aside from like a young skinny person to wear your brand, it's like exciting. Yes. (laughs) Um, And she is just an old skinny person. (laughs) Yes, that's true. She is built for it. But she also has like the confidence to to carry off things that I certainly would not be able to do. Can I ask you a question? You posted a picture of Celine Dion in a fantastic dress on a scooter. Yes. Is that from Paris? Yes. So so I wanted to talk about oh, that. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, ahead. I no, just no. really wanted to talk You're about it. You're just clearly all up on my Twitter. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I think that like the most important moments of her fashion week mm-hmm. looks, and she, by the way, these photos that you've seen online have been, all been taken in succession of one day. Like she had like five different looks out in Paris. She was just like going inside she, and changing and like going back outside. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and she had two moments where like, accessories were part of the mm-hmm. outfit. Mm-hmm. And the first was she was walking in like a very elegant giant dress. I think mm-hmm. it's a green dress. And she was carrying, like she was holding two Great Danes on leashes. Yes. Yeah. You and saw the, that. And well, because it became a meme like instantly yeah. because the dogs were looking one way and she was looking another. Or that I think the dogs are looking different ways. Yes. And she's looking a third way. Yeah. So people so just labeled. like me you know, my dad, like my homework, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow, what a great meme, Amanda. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Uh, yeah, that was beautiful. So that the second accessory was a bird scooter. Yeah. Um, you know what a bird scooter is, right? I do. Doesn't. Don't you ride them? No, I don't. I wasn't allowed to ride them. Alyssa's referring to my scheme to not get a car, which I didn't. I still, I don't have a car right now. I rely on my husband for rides and also ride share. But then to just take a bird scooter instead of a car everywhere. But I live in the hills, and uh, people in my life express concern for my safety. So you have hills. done that, though. No, I was I was oh. like, people intervened and were like, I don't mm. actually think that this is safe for you and your level of coordination. And also, like, balancing, you know, because I'll have my laptop in my bag, and then totally. balancing the weight— I'm not really sure that I have many gifts, but that's not one of them. <laughs> so I was not allowed to join Bird Scooter in order to commute from work to home. Well, good. I'm glad. I mean, I'm, you're here with us now. That that's true. You're safe. Do you use them? No, I've never used them. But I, um, you know, I'm in LA this week, right. and I'm I've had to travel around a lot. And you know, in New York, I'm just like, who would need these things? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like. 
a little offended they even exist yes. and think they're ruining the streets and they very are. dangerous. And here I'm like, hmm, like I could maybe use a bird scooter to get from point A to B. The only time that I've ever considered signing up for one is was when I was in Austin for South by Southwest. And I magically ran into Jason Concepcion on the street. And we decided <laughs> to, like, walk across the river to find some lunch somewhere. And we miscalculated how long it would take to walk across the river to find lunch somewhere. And so at one point, we were just kind of, like, trying to figure out how to sign up for Bird Scooter on the side of the road just because we didn't want to walk anymore. Sure, yeah. And then we realized it was, like, one block up where we were trying to go. So we did not sign up for Bird Scooter. <laughs> okay, great story. But I did, well, <laughs> I don't know. It's the mystery bag. You've never <laughs> I don't know where it'll take you. I did think that Celine Dion was like probably going to be a bird scooter spokesman within three weeks because she looked very glamorous on it. Yeah, and that was wonderful for her. I also, I don't know if I fully saw the background of where she was, but it almost seemed like she was writing it like under the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> or like on the roundabout around the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, yeah like does, something like yes, that. Yes, it does have a European feel to it. <laughs> She's also wearing high heels, which is hilarious. I don't know if she even wrote it anywhere. It but. seems like her full-time job is just being a hype beast now. Yeah, but, I, I mean, being a fashion icon... And yes, a, right. a treasure to us I all. I assume she's also making music, but I confess I don't know about it. I only know about She played her. a concert in London this this Okay, upcoming. yeah. So she's performing yes. and then having a fashion renaissance. Yeah, but I just I just feel like we don't appreciate her enough. I think that's this great. This undercovered I, in I the thought, media. I think that was a great item one in Thank the mystery you. bag. You're going to love item two. Okay, great. Even Let's though this is not a pet-friendly podcast. That's true. It's not. <laughs> I have decided to just come here boldly oh, with wow. a pet topic. Okay. And it's about Jake Gyllenhaal's cat's Instagram. Jake Gyllenhaal has an Instagram for his cat. It's called Miss Fluffestilskin. Hold on. I have my phone. I'm honestly just <laughs> Let me say that right again. Now. Miss Fluffestilskin. <laughs> Miss F- Okay. Do you need me to send it to you? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just googling right now on Instagram. This is how podcasts work. Miss Fluffle Stillskin, that's the username. Yes. Kaya, you can cut this or you could. Oh my God, I found it. Fluffle Stiltskin. Yes. How long has this been going? Since March. Okay, so this is just part of his Marvel press tour. You know, I knew you were going to say that well, as I'm a cynic. I'm sorry that he <laughs> suddenly became, like, Jake Gyllenhaal became the world's, like, most press-friendly person of all time, and he also happened to be in a Spider-Man movie last week. I'm just, I'm connecting the dots. That's what we do here. Okay, but do you think that he's that much of a monster that he only adopted a kitten to promote a Spider-Man movie? Yes, oh, of course. Wow. I don't think he's a monster. I don't think <laughs> is it a monster to be like I will adopt a kitten and welcome it into my home and then also take a lot of pictures. I mean, of I guess Taylor Swift just did that for her new album. But anyway, um, you People know, that's, do this all the time. Yeah, I th- you know, maybe he also started his own Instagram around this time, which is why I think that they're related. I think that Jake Gyllenhaal learned about Instagram for the purpose of promoting this Marvel movie. Sure, but I my theory there is that he actually really enjoys Instagram. <laughs> yes. He's certainly, this is a very cute cat. What kind of cat it's, is this? It's um, an exotic short hair. Okay. It's, it's like in the Persian cat family, mm-hmm. except it, it doesn't yeah. have as much fluff. Okay. Though still very fluffy. So all of the captions are like extremely cheesy. He's like writing from the first person of the cat. So do you think that this is Jake Gyllenhaal doing this? I think that it actually is. Like, I think he's just, like, kind of a dad about it because it's, like, very intimate shots of him in his home. Like, I've learned a lot about his rustic taste in furniture. How do you know that? He is in some of them. Like, some of them, the cat is laying on his stomach. 
This doesn't look like Jake Gyllenhaal's hand. No, that's his. Okay. This First of all, it. I have that sweater. It's and other stories. Okay, so, it, so this is some, an Instagram, an early Instagram of a woman in an and other stories <laughs> sweater holding a cat on her lap and petting sure, it. Sure, but you just haven't, you're just looking through it right now, but I have at least like five Instagrams in my mind of him like laying down on his rug with the cat on his chest. So Instagram stories. No, 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 not stories, like actual Instagram. But has he deleted them? No, they're there. I mean, I can go through. On Miss Fluffelstiltskin? Yes. I just scrolled through all of them. They're not you there. You not. It yes, took me did. like, it took me like 20 minutes to I scroll did. He's through deleted it. them. He just deleted his real Instagram <laughs> and he deleted all evidence. Wow, this is like a jam session investigation in real time. I'm looking at them. There is no evidence that Jake Gyllenhaal is related to this cat. I, I, you know, I could go because through every single one. Because he deleted all of it <laughs> because it was just a press ruse and the movie is out See, and made millions of dollars and I hundreds of dollars. I just knew you would be cynical and not welcome I the pet. I think that this is a cute cat. I just need more evidence that it's related to Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. She just keeps pulling up pictures of anonymous sweatpants and feet and being like, these are definitely Jake Gyllenhaal's That's, feet. It's clearly there is his no, home. There's <laughs> no identifying information. What is clearly his home? This okay, is like a catalog. First of all, if you really wanted to, I'm sure there's like a catalog of celebrity feet on the internet that we could like cross Alyssa, you can't even, there even no, aren't identifying features on that feet. They're okay, but I showed you, feet. I showed you the one of, that you he took in the bed. You literally pulled up a pair of sweatpants <laughs> no, and we're no. like, this is Jake Chilton. There's also one where like there's a, his reflection in the lamp. You can only see his <laughs> hand. You cannot see any part of you the body. You can see his bicep. You, you can, um, de- that is definitely is Jake Gyllenhaal's I, body. I really, there is no <laughs> conclusive evidence on this account that this is Jake Gyllenhaal. I would love to hear from the people or from Jake Gyllenhaal himself. Jake Gyllenhaal, just please end this argument. Come <laughs> come on jam session. Come on jam session, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> but okay, so before, before he deleted them, do you feel that this was like a good press move by Jake Gyllenhaal? A great press move. Yeah, you're into all it. of the comments are like adoring. They're right? all like, "This cat is super lucky. I love this cat." Thirty eight thousand followers. Yeah, it's kind of secret. It's kind of like on the low right now. Okay, it kind of reminds me of uh, Ariana Grande's Instagram for her tiny pig. I knew about the pig. I didn't know that it had its own Instagram. Yeah, it does. And it only how follows... Many pet, how many celebrity pet Instagrams are there in the world that you're aware of? Man, I mean, I would have to, like, really spend some time compiling a list. How many of them do you follow? <laughs> Probably, like, five. <laughs> so you follow the Instagrams of five animals that belong to celebrities. I think so, but I think celebrity is a loose term here, too. Like, sometimes it's just an influencer who started a thing for their pet, or, like, sometimes it's a coworker who started a thing for their pet, but they're, like, well-followed. Right. And sometimes it's just, like— Are we talking about little sneakers? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Shout-out to little sneakers. Shout-out little sneakers. I understand, but you know that person. You know Ruby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is the best celebrity pet Instagram that you know of? I would say it's this one. Okay. (laughs) Like, because it's not so manicured. Like, if he did hire someone to write these captions, like, that's amazing on its own. Right. But, like, it's just Jake Gyllenhaal being sort of dorky with his new kitten. And I think, like, it's, like, demonstrating a softer side of him. And it's, like, completely won me over. (laughs) Okay. I buy that. I think that that's in line with he is— 
in the past few months, which may or may not have anything to do with a major motion picture that was released in the last two weeks, <laughs> he has definitely been sharing more of himself and I think has, like, with positive results. People are into Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. uh, more than they were maybe a Demonstrating year Demonstrating his, like, oddballness that yes. um, maybe wasn't on display before he discovered Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. It's a cute cat. Yeah. I would like to, I would like for you to provide photographic evidence of it I'm being gonna, Jake Gyllenhaal I'm going to compile this. a whole slideshow okay, after this. is great. This. The final item number three of the mystery <laughs> item bag. Item number three of the mystery bag is the bottle cap challenge. Do you know I about this? I have quite literally no idea what this is. Okay. <laughs> this is great. I was hoping this would happen where I would just be like, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, it's a social media movement, Amanda. Is it? Yes. What is it moving towards? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing and no one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's a thing that like celebrities can do to be out there doing so, stuff. So let's start with what are they doing? Okay. The challenge itself started with, I think, Jason Statham. And uh, you have a bottle in front of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did see this because Mark okay. Ronson did it. <laughs> he did? <laughs> on his Instagram. That's funny. He, he's on none of the roundups because yeah, he's not I'm famous sure, right, enough. That's fine. He, he has a lovely house in Los Angeles. It's great. And he won an Oscar. So Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you, there is a bottle in front of you, just like there are water bottles in front of us. Mm-hmm. And if I were doing this challenge, I would get up and I would do like one of those like 360 round kicks. Mm-hmm. And obviously beforehand I would like loosen the top right, of the bottle. Right, the cap is loosened ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, and then like with my foot knock off the cap but not ter- knock mm-hmm. over the bottle. Okay. And like a lot of times celebrities will find a way to do their own like special spin on it. Kendall Jenner did it from like a speedboat <laughs> in sure. a bikini. <laughs> sure. Where was the water bottle someone was holding it on the edge (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah so she she didn't like use the speedboat to like drive by the dock she had a jet ski sorry she had a jet ski and she like jet skied up Mm -hmm. and then like put like put her foot out Mm -hmm. and like knocked it off but like they sometimes because it's like you want to make sure you're going to do it successfully the celebrities like slow it down in slow-mo so it looks more impressive Mm -hmm. or they like you know People make their own parodies of it. Okay. So they'll like just knock over the bottle and be right. like, fuck. <laughs> is this in like benefit of anything? No, that's, that's okay. what I was gonna say. Like, this it's is a challenge like the, that benefits like no one. Challenge. It's just literally people are doing it for exactly. the purpose of, I guess it's like, the, I mean, the in my feelings challenge or it's. Yeah, it's but people are tagging. Yeah, people are tagging each other. Okay. So like Justin Bieber did it and then he tagged his wife, Haley Baldwin, mm-hmm. and. Tom Cruise randomly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has Tom Cruise done it yet? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite? Definitely Mariah Carey's. Okay. Can you describe what yes, she does? Because she sort of winds up and like looks like she's about to do karate, like circa the Heartbreaker video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and instead, she decides to just like sing at a high pitch and, and then it <laughs> flies off. <laughs> So like clearly she had her people arrange yeah. it, but it was like amazing. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. How did these things start? Uh, it's a great question about like the internet in general. Yeah. I would say in this case, I think the New York Times said that it started in like martial arts communities. Okay. So, you know, it's like, that's what they do full time. It's just like kick shit, right? In right, precision, right. Sure. <laughs> and so and try and make impressive. Videos and then I guess it. like Jason Statham is like really into martial arts or something, and or so he also saw has that. a movie to promote. Is the case? Maybe. Yeah, and maybe like a publicist sort of scooped yeah. this over to him, right? And that's, if if that is like from a movie marketing 
strategy. If that's how it started, like, I hope that strategist is getting raised because that's pretty Definitely. impressive. Well, yeah. And I mean, that like, we're seeing this all the time now. Like, even with the Bird Box Challenge, mm-hmm. like, that was a whole campaign created by Netflix that was originally right. fed to gamer, like, YouTubers and gamers in Australia. Right. So— and then it became a phenomenon that exactly. so many people watched just because they saw it on the internet and were like, oh, I should I should probably watch that too. Totally. Yeah. You wrote a good piece about that that people should read, actually. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I totally missed it, except for the one celebrity that I follow. I don't even feel like I really saw it on Explore, which, where I spent a lot of time. It's not like I'm above Instagram or celebrities, and so like I didn't see this. Yeah. But it does—I guess it's interesting, the tagging— maybe subverts some of the algorithm. Yeah. You know, because they're tagging different people than the people that would be recommended to me. For sure. And I think it's notable just for the fact that it felt so Mm -hmm. (laughs) short-lived. So it's over. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably still going. Like, now just, like, everyone's doing it. Like, there are just random people who are doing it. Like, a guy who's really good at driving race cars used, like, the— what is it called? Like the the spoiler of his car to knock one off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like people are yeah, just yeah, doing yeah, stunts yeah. now. But I think it's like there are so many challenges so often that even something like this that got a bunch of like famous people to yeah, participate yeah, yeah. isn't even significant to us. Right. To me, it just demonstrated like, oh, man, like we, now you really have to have a good challenge to rise above all this stuff. That's true. Is any of this like the TikTokification of the rest of— Social media? No, we've always had challenges on the other social networks. And on TikTok, it's much more about, like, dances and music. Like, this doesn't involve Mm -hmm. any sound. It's very much, like, made for Instagram. Yeah. What is your favorite challenge that you've ever actually done? This is what I've we'll never done a challenge. You've never done a challenge. You cover this stuff for a living. You've never done a single challenge. <laughs> that's what I get. The whole reason I cover this stuff is because so I don't want to participate in. Really I guess that's why I do it too. I'm trying to think. I've never. Does icing count as a challenge? You like Smirnoff iced someone? Yeah. That was just a thing we did in college to get drunk, right? Right. I mean, that's <laughs> what I did too. But wasn't that like an internet thing? That doesn't count as a challenge? Uh, unless you posted about it on your social media. I don't think you we didn't had social media then. Okay, we are just now showing a lot of my age. So that is a good place to stop. Alyssa, what a great mystery bag. Thank you. It really spanned the whole celebrity spectrum. We learned a lot. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back with Jam Session next week. <laughs>